0: Acast.com.
1: hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com doctor who podcast my name's hugh my name's morgan and this week we're talking about you know the possibility of a major doctor who character slash actor leaving the series wait a minute you think what episode am i am i listening to they've talked about this already and no we haven't in doctor who's style zipped back in time uh, we're actually uh, talking about some other Doctor Who characters who may be leaving the series. Um, the reason we're basically what we're talking about is obviously in all the excitement, Jodie Whittaker's announced she's leaving, Chris Chibnall, the has announced he's leaving. That's kind of been the news. That's been all that people have been talking about with Doctor Who. And it did just strike us that there's other members of the TARDIS team. You know, they have a very flat team structure uh, most of the time. And this series, that means we've got John Bishop, who's the series newcomer, and Mandip Gill, who's obviously been there as long as Jodie has, more or less um are they staying are they leaving i mean morgan it feels like people have kind of assumed one thing right
2: well it's 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 the pattern we're used to right in that there's there's been some uh crossover of companions between different doctors um there's been no crossover up to this point of um companions to you know to a new showrunner's era or indeed doctors to a new, to a new showrunner's era. Um, and, you know, go back to the previous episode of this podcast, when we're hearing talk of radical change for doctor who that coupled with the fact that Jody and Chris are both leaving. I think people have just assumed that, <laughs> that Mandip is leaving. And also that John Bishop is leaving, even though we've not seen, I mean, we've seen, you know, some footage, but like, he's not even started on the show yet, you know, in an official capacity, we're already talking about him leaving. Um, but, you know, there's never in in New Who history been any cast hangover, if you like, from from showrunner to showrunner. Now, that being said, that handover has only happened twice before, right? From Rossy Davis to Stephen Moffat, and then Stephen Moffat to Chris Chibnall. So it's it's not exactly like a, a hard and fast rule. It's not necessarily saying it couldn't happen, um, but I think generally the assumption is that it won't.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the big example we have is, you know, because you could argue uh, *Devil's Advocate*. John Bishop's only just started, you know, maybe they'd want mm. to, for him to stay on. But there is a precedent for that, obviously, Pearl Mackey, who uh, joined Peter Capaldi's last series, um, one of the shortest-lived companions, apart from maybe, um, you know, Adam or something in 2005. Um, it's, you know, she's basically there for that series. And then she was supposed to not be there after those 12 episodes at all, but then they added her mm. to Peter Capaldi's final episode. So she gets 13 episodes, I think, uh, in total. And, you know, I think at the time, Paul Mackey said that she, you know, was open to staying on. Uh, Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, And yeah, and it kind of, to be honest, I don't think everyone kind of knew that she would move on in in a way because Chris Chibnall was taking over. He wanted to do this sort of new version of Who. And if you're kind of trying to reboot, you're trying to kind of put your stamp on it, you kind of don't necessarily want to be dealing with characters that someone else has created. However, we have seen these returning, like, guest characters. We've seen, Mm. you know, Alex Kingston, obviously the River Song. That was a bit of a weird one because Stephen Moffat had created her during the Russell T. Davis era, but we've had her and crossover between eras. And we obviously had Captain Jack more recently who moved around a bit between eras. True. Like, that's a kind of, that's to be honest, quite a good example. So it's not like out of the realms of possibility. And also, like you said, we kind of say, oh, this is the way it is because that's, because these things haven't been done before. But there's quite a lot of things haven't been done before, have been done in the recent Jodie Whittaker era of Doctor Who. Um, So it's hard to say for sure. However, there is some slight evidence. There's very slight evidence that that these two are leaving and there's nothing they haven't said anything and they've not been asked to be fair since um, Jody and Chris announced they were leaving these two haven't been spoken to, uh, as far as I know in interviews. So they haven't had a chance to address one or the other. They might not know themselves yet, I suppose um they might you know be waiting to see what happens when the new showrunner is announced but i have noticed they are currently filming the doctor who centenary special uh in mm. cardiff is what i believe is happening um, and john bishop is currently doing his stand up tour uh around the uk so i'm not sure if we should read into that
2: <laughs> well well this is this is the sort of the spin off question isn't it if you know if the first question that presents itself is are they leaving and yeah. the assumption is probably just but you know we we don't know for certain but it's it's you know going by past evidence they're probably going to leave and let you know let's face it and this is a, you know not in any way a comment on on Mandip Gill or or on John Bishop or on the, or on the characters they play but if you were coming into Doctor Who as a new showrunner you'd want to put your own stamp on things wouldn't you I think I think you'd want to um cast your own doctor you want to cast your own companions you want to put forth your own vision of the show and for better or worse that won't probably contain any hangovers from a previous from a previous era. So the question then becomes when will they leave? Because there's there's quite a lot of doctor who coming up. We've got the, the we've got the six part series then we've got the specials. Um that sounds as though John Bishop's Dan again we're kind of um predicting the end of Dan before he's even made his proper debut, but it sounds as though potentially he's a he's got a limited run. He's maybe even only appearing in the the six episodes. Of, of series 13 which which would make sense um given that we know it's a uh, it's one continuous storyline right and, ma- and maybe maybe his arc is is totally played out i think if you compare it to something like uh pearl mackie to me i I loved bill potts as a character I, I i think she worked really well um with peter capaldi's doctor i think that's my favorite kind of doctor companion pairing with with his doctor um and, and I think there was potentially more you could have done with Bill Potts. I feel like it, she was kind of a victim of circumstance a little bit in the sense of uh, Stephen Moffat was leaving, uh, Peter Capaldi was leaving. So Bill was written out as well, because as we, as we discussed, Chris Chibnall wanted to put his own stamp on things with John Bishop as Dan maybe they've gone into it going okay this is the one and only series for this character and they've kind of written him accordingly and given him a six episode arc and that's and that's all we're getting and that's fine because that's the always been the intention
1: yeah i mean and also you know maybe john bishop kind of went into that eyes open because the the story we've heard mm. is that kind of been approached and had to say oh i can't do it because he had too many uh commitments with stand-up and you know other stuff he was doing i mean obviously the pandemic meant that that stuff stopped so he actually had the time to come and do it but doesn't mean that he will always have the time to do it i mean we saw how much bradley walsh struggled with uh filming the chase and things like that and he managed to make Mm. it work but possibly you know at least with the chase he was maybe in like one location for like you know all the time and then would go to his other location if john bishop is touring all the time He's got to be ferried around the country, you know, often for a few days. Like, it might be a bit trickier. So it could be they were like, look, we're going to get John Bishop for, like, six months. What can we do with him in that time? Mm. Maybe that is, you know, maybe Series 13 is Dan's story. Maybe it's like, you know, Series 1 is kind of Rose's story. Maybe this is like, you meet him in the first episode, and Mandip and, you know, the Doctor. Mandip and the Doctor, Yaz and the Doctor are like, you know bring him on but kind of it's it there's something about him that actually drives this story I mean it could just it could not be the case and it could also be that you know he's in the six episodes and then he's in some specials and then it's just the final special that maybe Mm. he's not in and maybe Mandip's not in it either because they kind of want to focus on Jodie's doctor and also as we know it's as we've discussed before it's a sort of centenary for the BBC special could be some sort of multi-doctor thing going on we don't know that that's that's just speculation but if they're doing that it might be that they thought it would be easier to let them have the kind of emotional goodbye to the companions and then kind of have Jodie have her big emotional farewell. Kind of similarly, mm. you know, it was a bit different with Pearl Mackey because she did come back again, but Pierre Capaldi's Doctor kind of got to say goodbye to her and Matt Lucas' Nardole in The Doctor Falls. And then mm. they were again in that final episode, but in a much smaller capacity. And so that could be kind of more about him. And similarly, you know, David Tennant, um, his Doctor... He basically um, didn't really have a comp. He had Bernard Cribbins for his final episodes, but you know he kind of didn't have. He'd waved goodbye to Donna largely. I mean, she had popped up a bit. Rose, uh, Martha, like before, he'd had those emotional farewells. So mm-hmm. that final story could be all about him, and that could be what we're seeing here. Equally, with the experience they had from Bradley Walsh, they might have just been able to fit in John Bishop filming amongst his yeah.
2: <laughs> But but his but his busy touring schedule and the fact that he's yeah uh, an in demand stand up comedian and, and a TV host as well he has yeah. other projects you know in other irons in the fire that's probably more circumstantial evidence right to suggest that he's he's not in it for the long haul and then if you think about Mandip Gill um she's been on Doctor Who now for you know we're coming up to four years mm. um. It's. I think I don't know if it's just a uh, the, the fact of me getting older that time is seems to be whizzing by faster. It really doesn't feel like Yaz has been around that long, um, but she's now like easily one of the longest serving Doctor Who companions of the of the modern era um, of all time. In fact, you know, if you if you're just looking at sort of you know time rather than than episodes, um, so so she might be after a change. Like it w- it wouldn't be hugely surprising if at that point she made the decision to leave.
1: Yeah, and like she she is you know. You never know with these things exactly, but she's said, and she seems to be very close to Jodie as a friend. They seem to be mm. you know, very invested, like in e- in each other, as, as sort of um, scene partners. So it could be that if Jodie's leaving, she wouldn't necessarily want to stay on, you know, because they have that rapport and it has been that kind of friendship thing. So it might be that, like, you know, doing that again with a different actor might not appeal to her. I mean, this is all very, you know, yeah, art i a psychologist, but I'm just I... I'm just saying
2: i like the idea that one after one everyone sort of handed in their resignation to the bbc with the same line they're like i can't imagine working with another doctor so i'm not going to and then chris walked out and mandat was like i can't imagine working with another doctor. everyone was just so yeah i mean who knows potentially that could have been how it played out
1: it could have been i mean you know it, it, it's a funny thing but like there is i guess some truth in the fact of like you kind of might think you know what this has been my team this has been my like era yeah. i kind of don't want to stick around and also like you said one of the things Jodie Whittaker has said about leaving is just that she, you know, is looking forward to doing some other roles um, and taking on some other things, and that's natural for anybody. I mean, Bradley Walsh kept on with doing some other stuff. As soon as he left Doctor Who, he booked in um, another acting role in um, mm. the Larkins, right—the the Darling Month mm-hmm. of May reboot—and um, you know, Toast and Cole went off to do um, something in a, some courtroom drama in America. And so, whereas Jodie and Mandip, Mandip's done a few little things here and there. But for the most part, it's been Doctor Who. And Jodie Whittaker has solely done Doctor Who. And so it could be that, like you say, they kind of want to try something new. Equally, you know, as we said, it could be that Mandip seems to love Doctor Who. She does all the Doctor Who stuff. And it might be that the BBC want to keep someone around for a little bit of that continuity to kind of reassure fans that, you know, there's not going to be some sort of big break, that, you know, there is a thing. And even if you were rebooting Doctor Who, there's arguably a version of that where you don't just do, like, Oh, here's the doctor meeting someone, and da da. You could introduce it in terms of like, here's the doctor with this person that already knows them. And then you kind of have that partnership and then you know, do like that. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily what they would do, but it's possible. I mean, I think I I mean we seem to have really kind of RIP
2: Dan in this uh <laughs> <session>. <laughs> Like Dan's written, oh John, John Bishop's very busy. There's no way he's sticking around. Yeah. Um, but Hey, they thought that about Catherine Tate, right? I remember Russell T Davies said that like, there's no, like one of the reasons he sort of originally when he was writing series four, he, you know, he had Donna in The Runaway Bride and then he was writing this character Penny, I think she was called. And it was basic, it was basically Donna because he really liked that dynamic, but he was like, more or less like, I'll write this new character because we won't get Catherine Tate um, so it'll be this kind of Donna-esque character, and then Catherine Tate signed up for thirteen episodes. So you never know what people, you know, what people might do. People really um, like it, like
1: people do it because of kind of they love the show and they love being able to connect with younger audiences and stuff. Instantly, mm. Penny is in that episode in the end, isn't she? She, um, she
2: is. Yeah, there, there is a character called Penny in uh, in in Partners in Crime, isn't it?
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> well, little fun facts for the listeners. <sighs> I, I, I think it would be, you know, even though we've uh, maybe. We're saying it seems like Yaz will be written out that Amanda Gill will leave alongside Jodie. I think there is definitely um, mileage in, you know we, we have seen it um, once or twice in in Modern Who, you know rose from nine to ten and um, Clara from uh, from 11 to 12. Um, you've seen the kind of the companion sticking around while the doctor changes. And I do think there is something in that. There's definitely mileage, you know, if the doctor changes but no one knows the old doctor, you sort of lose something a little bit in the in the regeneration scenes I you know you can there's ways around it so we had um, woman who fell to earth you know you had uh, Jodie's doctor talking about you know five minutes ago I was a white-haired Scotsman and everyone's like why is she, you know why is she saying this why is she saying that but I do think it loses something when you don't have someone there who knows who the doctor was and is now you know, reacting to that and how much they've changed because it's the it's the kind of the ultimate if the Doctor Who companion is meant to be the, you know, the audience identification figure, it's meant to be like our eyes into the story. That's like the moment where that comes into play the most, isn't it? Where the audience is like, I'm not sure how I feel about this new person replacing my favorite doctor. And then by the end of the the first story, ideally, they're like, I'm totally won over, you know, forget David Tennant. I love Matt Smith. The 11th hour is great. And, and, and no one over. Um, And so like when you have, say Clara in in deep breath that say, I think that's, that's she...
1: a really good example because she doesn't like him like she doesn't no. she thinks he's real. He, she's she's really concerned about he doesn't like how old he is
2: <laughs> but no but that's you know and that's clever right because that's exactly what some audience is going well I'm used to I'm used to Matt Smith or I'm even used to David Tennant and I'm not sure about Peter Capaldi playing the doctor and there's always a little bit of that because you're like who's this new you know who's this um Mr. New Shoes uh, moving into the TARDIS and taking things over. Um, you, you're never sure about it. And so the, but the companion goes through that journey and that's quite fun. So I think potentially if Yaz were to stick around, there is, there is something in that of her, you know, oh my God, the Doctor's changed. Um, I definitely think there's something in that. And like, I'm, I'm happy as well that, that Yaz is sticking around at least for this, yeah. you know, the six part series 13. I think, I think yeah, of of the fam, she definitely felt like she was the character that still had um, the most, the most left to give.
1: Yes, I think you're right, and like I think that there's some, there's almost an interesting. I don't know if this, how much of this is text and how much of this is subtext, if you know what I mean. But mm. um, I do think there's something interesting about the Doctor's relationship with Yaz, or rather Yaz's relationship with the Doctor, which has been sort of touched on but not explored that much. Where she is quite like obsessed in a way. Like I don't Enamoured, mean that, but, Yeah, yeah. Like she's quite like she's quite invested in it in a way, sort of. Like we've seen with, um, you know, companions earlier in the series, like where Donna kind of tracks him down, but like the way when Yaz is sort of searching for the Doctor in um, Revolution of the Daleks, it's quite like intense. Whereas, you know, um, I was—I forgot their names, Graham
2: and Ryan. Uh, didn't see that <laughs> I've forgotten their names. <laughs> how, how quickly we forget. I know.
1: I was going to say Bradley and Tosin. I like, no, they did seem bothered, uh, but uh, Graham and Ryan seemed a bit like they could take it or leave it. You know what I mean? The whole time. Yeah. Like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> um whereas Yaz kind of had the kind of wide-eyed thing so I feel like Mm. but anyway because of that because she has this really strong close friendship with this doctor you kind of wonder I feel like she could react quite badly to the doctor changing um like that could be like quite traumatic for her. and I think there's some Mm. really good moments like you mentioned the um the Clara deep breath thing is a really good example and also um in the Christmas invasion there's a bit where Rose like cries because like you know the ninth doctor has gone and left her with this guy who just sleeps all the time essentially yeah um like he and, left uh, me you know that kind
2: of thing uh, yeah no and no, I, I i it's a slightly controversial moment in deep breath and some people like it and some people don't but i like the scene where the 11th doctor calls clara you kind um, of to the
1: audience through it and be like listen
2: guys hi
1: there it's your old pal matt smith just like yeah you know, it's
2: still it's, it's so fine good. he
1: gets my personal approval
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's there to rubber stamp it. I like that scene. I think it's clever, and I like how um how yeah it's through that conversation that Clara realizes, you know, and they're they're saying, you know, is that the doctor, is that the doctor? And she then realizes it's the same person. I I and I, and I think that's nice. But you're right in the sense of when you have those companions who are so invested in a doctor who who love traveling with the doctor so much, and like Rose is an example, and now and now Yaz is an example you kind of write yourself into a, into a corner a little bit of why would they leave? Yeah. Um, and 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 with Rose, it's like, you know, it's literally like, I love you, Doctor. We're the best together and I'm going to stay on the TARDIS forever and ever and ever. And it's like, well, we have to literally lock you in, a, in another world and you can't get out ever, except until you do. But, you know, you can't ever get out um, or because or, that's the only way we have to literally like tear you apart. And that's the only way you can do it. It's like and so
1: is we- slightly less sad. <laughs>
2: yeah exactly exactly well no but it is it's like do you kill them you know or do you or you have to lock them away there has to be something definitive to stop them traveling with the doctor and the same with yaz who who, as you said in revolution of the daleks went to such lengths to track the doctor down again it would feel slightly odd if she is leaving if at the end of series 13 or in the you know the centenary special whenever it is if or the new year's day special if she just goes actually after a little bit more i'm done yeah and I, and I want to leave like th- it raises the question how if yaz is leaving how will yaz leave yeah i
1: mean it could be something quite tragic you you worry because mm. we haven't really had that for a little while we've had people leaving quite sort of for one reason or another fairly like cheerfully for quite a long time i mean they sort of tend to you know i mean the, the trend has been that they become the doctor but in, in a different kind of uh sphere you know like uh, bill kind of goes off to fly around the universe uh you know as a, as a star lady and uh, Graham and Ryan just sort of do Torchwood via Ryanair. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like they just kind of go around to, you know, trolls, so the locals are saying, you know, try and take those things out. So um, yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what they would do with Yaz, because I mean, the, the thing that people did say was, you know, Yaz would be a great, you know, candidate for something like Torchwood if they ever brought Torchwood back. Um, but you're kind of like, but then why would she go for that if the doctor's still there? So you kind of think mm. they have to have a reason that Yaz wouldn't go back. Like, it feels like she wouldn't give it up unless something happens that we don't know about. You know, there could be a really big character shift. It could be something happens to her that she kind of needs to process. It could be that whatever she's looking for in this relationship with the doctor, the show will at least present that she finds it. Even if we, you know, might think she'd want to still carry on traveling. It might mm. be that she finds something that kind of is enough for her to go back to. Or she gets trapped in an exploding star <laughs> but where she lives yeah. in a hologram of the normal life so she does a nice time just it's so sad sometimes
2: yeah it's like yeah one of those one of those doctor fake out deaths like, yeah. uh, you know, like, death. like like clara it's like death but don't worry kids they can yeah death but don't worry kids which is what happens to clara and what happens to bill um yeah. yeah i mean i think like we were saying with 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 dan we've obviously we've not seen enough of him to we've
1: seen him turn around once
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and now uh, we've seen him you know uh flying down a down a tube but seen, like but, we, yeah. but we've not really even seen where he ends up so uh, where he starts off rather so we can't expect about where he'd end up and like we say it could be that um series 13 uh or even the specials are telling one uh you know one through line one story and so that'll, that'll dictate where he ends up but we do know where Yaz is at at the moment and it's clearly very like pro staying on the TARDIS pro staying with the doctor literally the last thing we saw her do was decide not to leave <laughs> yeah you know I mean so, so so now it's like what if she is leaving relatively soon what will cause that to happen I think that's a really like big and interesting question
1: yeah, and I'm interested to see what happens, and whether we see it in this six-part series, or we see it in the specials. I mean, we we don't really know what the story is. Like it seems like you know uh, Yaz and Dan are going to be around for at least some of the specials, but it's it's a bit unclear. We don't really know what's been filmed when and in what order, and you know who was around on set and who wasn't. The John Bishop thing at the moment is a bit of a you know that's a bit of possibly a clue. You know his touring thing, but you know maybe it's not. Maybe he just you know is out for a week, and while they film some scenes with other characters, and then he'll be back to film a scene on his own. You know you, we just don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I I do still feel like, you know, by default, by the fact that Jody wants to leave and the fact that Chris wants to leave, I think whether these characters could have stayed on longer, I think they probably now won't just by mm. time, you know luck. So it was possible that John Bishop and Manic Girl would have you know been happy to stay on a bit longer themselves, but you know equally they might be fine with leaving. But you know I think they could have stayed on, but now probably won't because. It's just the direction the show's going in. And especially if, you know, there's rumours of like a gap and stuff and then another kind of mini reboot in a few years. I mean, we again don't know if that's true. This is the classic thing of this podcast. We don't know if that's true. Let's just sort of assume it is for a while and then we'll say at the end, but we don't know if it's true. You know, we, we, we genuinely, we know so little that it's kind of hard to speculate about this stuff. But still, I feel like it's not too risky to say that. It seems pretty likely that, you know, Gaz and Dan's days are numbered.
2: The companion, as I was saying before, the companion changeover has not happened at any point when we've had when we've changed showrunners. Yeah. Right. And and that's the point at which it would have been far easier to do it, presumably. Like if if you know there's they're so kind of hand in glove, or they've been so hand in glove so far, um, the showrunner kind of changeovers, to the extent that um Russell T. Davies, you know, wrote The End of Time Part Two up until the point of the regeneration, at which point Stephen Moffat wrote um, Matt Smith's first lines and again um you know, Steve Moffat wrote all of Peter Capaldi's dialogue then stopped Chris Chibnall jumped in it doesn't feel like at the moment as we talked about in the previous episode of the podcast doesn't feel like it's going to be as kind of not necessarily as smooth a transition but like it certainly feels like for all the reasons we talked about last time like there might be there could be some kind of pause, some kind of hiatus uh, you know the indications we're getting whether they're accurate or not, are that there's no showrunner in place currently or at least you know no one they're, they're willing to announce um you know all of which suggests to me that it's more it's even less likely rather that like that a companion will will stick around you know, i mean it it, did, yeah, yeah, if it, if didn't, it happen, didn't happen
1: but if it didn't happen when there was that kind of closeness
2: you know yeah then it's not going to happen now exactly it's even less likely to happen now like and and, and if doctor who does go on hiatus uh, you know i don't think it will happen in such a way that jodie Whitaker regenerates while mandip gill stands you know agape and then the show just doesn't come back for five years or, or whatever it may be you know three four five whatever it may be um that's that seems pretty unlikely right so i mean yeah i think i think if i were a betting man that's that's where i'd be putting putting my money
1: Okay, so here's my theory. I've come up with a theory. My theory, mm. um, which I think ties everything together. The possible hiatus. Yaz not wanting to travel with the Doctor anymore. It's basically Sherlock Reichenbach full. So you have right. like, you have basically, Dan's already gone off for whatever reason. And then, you know, Mandip, uh, Yaz and the Doctor have their final adventure. And the Doctor kind of in a final push is like seemingly killed, like, you know, buried by rubble or uh. whatever. And, as, you know, and then, you know, Yaz is like heartbroken. You cut to like a year later you know maybe we saw a little glow out of the rubble who knows and then she's like at some sort of alien memorial or something like that sort of saying doctor you know I've waited but I need to move on with my life you know it's time for me to kind of you know to save save a few worlds myself and she walks off and we like in the foreground there's like a, a sort of there's a figure who we don't see who then kind of walks off and we never see them but they were watching Yaz from afar so then it's like oh was that the doctor did the doctor die did the doctor maybe survive and has decided that Yaz needs this kind of moment of growth you know, it kind of all works. It's a bit cruel. But...
2: Yeah. Well, you know, it, it raises the question as well of why didn't um, the doctor just just tell Yaz that she was alive? Why didn't yeah, she, why didn't she just, time, not, time travel?
1: Not, I don't want my fake episodes critiqued. We just critique the real
2: ones. Well, well, I was going to say, but then again, I don't. I still don't fully understand why uh, the eleventh doctor didn't just go back and get Amy and Rory from the past. Oh, so honestly, that was
1: drives me. But, I mean, insane.
2: let's, let's not get long. into that
1: it's like let's let it's it's genuinely that's the thing that bothers me so off like, oh it's impossible to go to 1930 whatever because of these time spikes like oh but it would be totally impossible for them to go to in new york totally impossible for them to get a boat to another country and meet you there or for you to go like a year later <laughs> anyway um that's one of it's the cam- like, so it's
2: almost like doctor's time travel rules don't make sense
1: yeah but anyway that, that is and that is another great example of the like fake death <laughs> that isn't a death they're okay really mm. uh, <laughs> Uh, But what do you think, people listening at home? Uh, Do you think that Yaz and Dan's days are numbered? Uh, Do you think Dan is on the way out before we've even seen him? Or do you think that they could cross over to be with this new Doctor? Uh, Let us know your thoughts uh, and what you think the characters could see in their exits, or how they could exit, rather, uh, in the comments below on YouTube, or you can tweet us at Radio Times. Uh, We always enjoy your comments, so please let us know what you think. Uh, We will be back... Uh, hopefully soon, with some more Doctor Who chats. There's stuff being announced and revealed all the time at the minute, so it's quite a good time. Uh, And yeah, we will see you then. Um, Until then, I've been
2: Hugh. I've been Morgan. Hopefully not going anywhere.
1: Yes, hopefully. But you know what? If we do get a new boss, then he will obviously sack us. (laughs) (laughs) He'll want his own, put his own stamp on things, you know? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, thanks for listening, and goodbye.
0: ACAST.COM